passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brain Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you choose to use. And of course, youtube.com slash postwrestling. Or should we say MC Braden Harrington and Lowdown Davey P? The hell is that? Oh, you don't listen to John and Wade, do you? No, I, apparently that's that's our names for the MC Brady for the post show. MC Braden Harrington, <laughs> full named you. Is that a and lowdown yes. Davy P? This is doxing me is my <laughs> my nickname and you and the lowdown Davy P. I don't know why I'm lowdown. Did they use an AI generator to come up with these? I names? think so. Oh. I think so. I like. I mean, you've been you've been going by Davy P, and I'm the Brady. So what have other names people have? You 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 were extra saucy. At one point. Extra saucy, yeah. 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 Lately, though, so like, there's there's the the Photoshop pictures, or or are they Photoshop pictures of me and W H Park? But I'm in my with br- the body swap, yeah, <laughs> head swap. Yeah. Uh, he wishes. No, uh, I have. Uh, I've always worn this Bruiser Bruiser Brody shirt, mm. but we go to this bar, and this one guy we go to, we see sometimes you, without me wearing the shirt, so yeah. it's just coincidence. He used to go ah. Davey and uh Bruiser Brady. So I'm like, oh, you know, I could run with that. I like Bruiser Brady. And then Sino Sino was telling me, friend of the show, Sino, obviously, he was saying, you know, why don't you why don't you be the Braylian? The Braylian. <laughs> or is that what I call my 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 fans? The Braylians. Braylians. Yeah, because you know I'm out there. Would I be a Davelian? Da- uh that one doesn't work as well. Yeah. well. We'll go back to the shop on that one, but uh you have a you have you're extra saucy. I'm extra saucy DVP. Or as some people know us as watermelon jellyfish. Watermelon jellyfish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking <laughs> about right now, I'm so sorry. Welcome to an NXT podcast. Yes, we talk about <laughs> NXT every Tuesday night. We watch it. We talk about it to you on the post-wrestling feed. Hello, everybody. How yes. are we doing? Hello. Welcome to the show. It is a Tuesday night, and we just watched NXT, and we're going to talk all about it. But it's been a... Been a wrestling heavy weekend. This, so much wrestling. This is a, a hangover edition. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really get them with NXT anymore. It's a lol hangover. We we had uh, we had angles tonight. We had matches tonight. Yeah, yeah it's it's not like the old days, but yeah, yeah. Uh, free agency running wild in WWE right now. 
Yeah, that's right. As soon as if you listen to our review of NXT Battleground, uh, well, we also chatted about Night of Champions and Double or Nothing over on this very feed just yesterday, actually. So go check that out if you haven't. You would have heard me say, wow, I'm sorry, Shawn Michaels. NXT is just great again. You've done it. And then 24 hours later, bum-ass Corbin shows up on TV, and I went, wow, I'm never going to say that again. I think it's going to be great. I think we're going to get the run of his life right Right. now. The lone wolf. It took you a long time to turn around on Sheamus. I think 2023 (laughs) is is Baron's year. Yeah, Maybe they'll get his old old What I've always wanted to know, I've probably said this on the show before, is Baron his name or his title? Baron Corbin. Like, is he a Baron? Because he then became a king. He then became happy, and then he became bum-ass. Yeah. And now he's back to... Well, he's always been bum-ass, but... And now he's just back to being a a baron. You know what? I'll give uh, the devil his due. I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin. Definitely one of my least favorite... Long-time listeners know. One of my least favorite wrestlers of all time. But least favorite wrestler. The guy on social media seems like a great dude. He also knows how to barbecue. He always posting his 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 cooking and stuff. So I'm like, man, I bet me and this guy would be best friends. But I I don't do not like give him a chance. Give give Baron Corbin a chance. Another chance. Give Baron Corbin a chance. Uh, You heard it right. Give Baron Corbin a chance. Mellow don't miss. So like, I don't know. It could be. It could be crazy. Yeah, it'll be crazy. (laughs) We'll be going wild about it. Uh, Yeah, we'll jump into some NXT chat as well. Like I said, we did a whole review of. Battleground from this weekend, which was an awesome show, by the way. Like, NXT definitely knocked it out the park. Uh, AEW, maybe not the same. Uh, Two incredible main events yeah, though, for absolutely. AEW. But definitely the consistency of the show didn't reach the level of previous yeah. uh, AEW pay-per-views, for sure. Night of Champions, also super hot show with lots coming out of it and some pretty good matches as well. But yeah, a whole review on that over on uh, on this show just from yesterday. Uh, but we, we do a lot of other shows that we can definitely uh, do some quick plugs. It's the beginning of a new month in like a day or two and means it's a good time to sign up to the Poison Rana Patreon, patreon.com slash Poison Rana, because it's only five bucks to become a friend of the show and get access to everything that we've done, including all the retro pay-per-view reviews, all the was next, everything. But we've also been working on a schedule for this upcoming month, including a show coming out this week. We were so inspired by his... His, his uh, great performance. His like inclusion. He just like made the whole show come together. And yeah. it, if without him, I don't know if Double or Nothing would have been the show it was. He definitely sold those extra tickets. Yeah, right? all those extra tickets. Like he, I don't know. We thought that it, since he just stole the show mm. at Double or Nothing, that we would finally give a whole podcast dedicated to Sabu. Yes. Best match ever. Sabu coming out this weekend. So uh, we would love some recommendations. Absolutely. Of all yeah, your favorite Sabu there's matches. There's going to be some crazy matches we're talking about. I think this one's going to be pretty fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, best match ever, Sabu. Sabu. Think about it. All the barbed wire. We always enjoy going back. Obviously, there's going to be a bunch of ECW matches we're going to talk about. But uh, I hear there's some other promotions we might be talking about as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, interesting stuff. Uh, other stuff that's coming out next week over on the Patreon as well. We're going to be reviewing Suicide Squad thanks to family member patron Rob McDonald, Emmy Award winning Emmy Award Rob, winning, McDonald, Rob McDonald, who's chosen this movie to kind of continue with our Batman reviews and stuff. So uh, that's just a few shows coming out this month. We will be posting and talking about some other stuff coming out. But yeah, lots and lots of podcasts. We just did a best match ever. Great. Sorry, we did a great Muda and a KG Mudo with WH, a two-parter there. Uh, if you're into those kinds of shows, as well as like the Rey Mysterio part one and two as well. Lots and lots of podcasts. It's only five bucks to get access to these shows. 
We'll be throwing up a poll as well as July 1st will be Money in the Bank. So at the end of the month, we want to do a retro Money in the Bank review. So join the Facebook group because we often uh, look to you for guidance with what we should talk about. So we'll be throwing up a few Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-views up there for you to choose for us. Yeah, you guys get to decide what we will be reviewing when it comes to that. And then uh, we have a big show. Or I think this one's coming out for free, though. This one is coming out for free uh, tomorrow night. Slash Thursday morning. We'll see. We'll see how long it takes to upload. But yes, the series finale of the sesh, and we've That's assembled right. quite a group to talk about this. It's we got like, our own disgusting brothers. We do, with John yes. and Way. John Way, yourself, myself. Uh, John doesn't think you're on the show, so let's see if he's actually listened to this show by the time we record, because it might be a surprise for him when you. I'll show just up. pop up. Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, I watched the finale yesterday. No spoilers in the chat. Uh, Braden's still got a couple of episodes to go. That's right. Uh, but yeah, very much looking forward to talking about the end of this show. It's been a, a really fun podcast to do, being able to chat uh, with a different guest every single week uh, over the last two seasons. And uh, maybe saving the best till last with our family in That's the right. post-wrestling crew. We're like our own uh, Roy's, right? Yeah. The power, the post Which one would family. you be? Uh, you got to listen to the show, baby. Mm. Can't oh, well, give that okay. away. Okay, we'll decide yeah, who's we can't who. can't give that away. But I think I know who's who. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, pictures John Away send to people. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not trying to... Try to throw them under the bus as being a Roman, but I yeah. don't know. Maybe I would be. Uh, so, yeah, uh, for any Succession fans out there, HBO programming, you can't miss it. We're going to talk all about the Succession finale, uh, and that will be out actually for free. So, hey, go on the Poison Rana feed. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, because you can also get another Shot in the Dark coming out this week with Sino Evil covering all the other wrestling that you may or may not watch. And on top of that, Sino and B Detroit are going to be having a new What Up Doe this week as well, talking all about the wrestling from this weekend, this past weekend rather. And I don't know, hopefully a bunch of uh, other pop culture, hip hop, etc. I have a feeling they're going to talk a bit about Spider-Man, uh, not only the Spider-Verse, because I finally got to see the trailer for the new one, which mm. looks nuts, but then also like the Spider-Man 2, the game. The game, which, which looks incredible. Everyone's talking about. Incredible. So definitely know that those guys are going to talk all about that as well. So those are some free shows over on our free feed, Poison Rana. Uh, go hit that subscribe if you haven't already, because we do uh, shows every week, including another one this Sunday. Where we'll be talking a lot of other stuff. In fact, I want to talk about games, the AEW game, something that we haven't played yet. But now that it's announced and everyone seems to be talking about it. It's later. coming out really soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that looks something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love PS2. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Poison Rana, click that subscribe and everything like that. Uh, I yeah. I was going to say final plug before we uh, move on is uh, while we're talking about the Disgusting Brothers, if you want to hang out with the Disgusting Brothers <laughs> on June 25th, it's the Forbidden Poor. Uh, tickets are moving. Someone right before we recorded right now just bought five tickets. Five? They're running out. So thank you for everyone who's bought one so far. It's 30 bucks for the entire day. Come and pre, pre-game with us. Uh, see John Wave's live podcast. We'll be hosting some games, be doing giveaways, some prizes. And then after the event, come back and hang out for wrestling karaoke and have some fun with us. If you can only do the, the post part, uh, there are tickets just for that. But 30 bucks for the day. Go to postwrestling.com slash live. Yeah, uh, if, again, we've been promoting this for a while, but it's coming up now within uh, within a month. Janu- sorry, June 25th in Toronto. Get your tickets before we 
may, might not have anymore because, yeah, they're flying off the shelves and we can't believe you people out there in the post community, community and, and just showing up and buying these tickets. And there's going to be a lot of people. So we can't wait to see you guys. We're going to be hanging out with everybody, getting to hang out with people and do all this fun stuff. We got some prizes coming in. We're going to have some big announcements, hopefully in the next week or so, regarding things going on at the show, which is going to be a lot of fun too. Some games and some trivia. I can tell us that our friends, Big Tom, he's he's kicking off his whole pure fandom, uh, like, what is he doing? R- wrestling memorabilia and mm. stuff like that. I know he's going to be at the toy show, the awesome toy show, uh, I think June 4th, next week, actually, for any GTA people. Go check that out. Uh, but Tom, from Pure Fandom, has decided that we can't have a forbidden pour without someone walking out as IWGP world champion. Wow. So he has donated to us a title that we will be somehow giving out via trivia, via games, via someone, and someone will be walking out with a replica IWGP Whoever title. at karaoke can sing a song perfectly in Japanese can walk out as IWGP <laughs> I mean, I might be able to, to do that. I, I, I kind of want You it. can't pronounce the wrestler's name properly <laughs> in Japanese. You are absolutely not winning that. Yeah. Uh, so we're, what, we want to give it out afterwards? Like I don't know. I feel, I feel like we've got to tie something into the karaoke later on. Yeah, whether well, it's to become IWGP World Heavyweight Champion or not. Well, that's where uh, he's also hooked us up with some masks. That I got a Penta mask and a Liger mask to Ooh. give out at this event somehow, some way. So uh, go give us our boys a follow at Pure Fandom Shop on Instagram because uh, they're going to be there in the house, and we'll probably have other wrestling merch for for other people to be interested. But yeah, it's going to be a party. So uh, that's that's something we Can't have wait. announced. Summer's finally hit the city as well. It's a beautiful day. It's oh, going to be so nice this time next month for Forbidden Door. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of wrestling going on. Obviously, Forbidden Door is going to be taking over the city. We got a lot of listeners and friends coming into the area, and we're going to be having a lot of fun. But then SummerSlam weekend, we're going to be going to Detroit for that. We'll probably be doing some sort of meetup for anyone in that area. Michigan people stand up. And then All In, Wembley, we will be there. And, hey, look for some announcements in the future for something going on there, too. So lots and lots of stuff, no matter where you are in the world. And you're always... Here in spirit, people. Yeah. You're always there. We feel your energy. Uh, I'm having some good energy today because I had a great day. Oh, yeah? I, I uh, got some edibles, mm-hmm. and then I went under the sea and watched The Little Mermaid. But I bought tickets for IMAX, and then when I got there, they said the IMAX projectors broke it. Ah. So here's a refund, and here's some tickets that, for like a future movie on us. But do you want to sit in the D-Box theater? The show's starting right now. I said, what the hell is a D-Box? They said, it's the moving. moving around one. And they're like, Are they this... just throwing water at you? <laughs> they're like, this <laughs> would be the movie to, to do this in. I'm like, okay, I've never done that. So I watched Little Mermaid with this like moving chair thing. So me, I'm just chilling. Was it 3D as, as well? Yeah, it yeah, was okay. cool as hell. It was so cool. So I was under the sea, I saw, singing along. I saw one of the Hobbit films in d Okay, so that'd be like... fun. Like whenever the camera pans and you're like... Yeah. Bruh. Cool. That, it was, if you just listen to the audio, that is the sound of uh, a seat panning. Yeah, there was no water sprays. That was the only thing it was ah. lacking. But honestly, uh, would you know recommend five out of five shells for the Little Mermaid? No, I really want to see it. I. I it looks good. Like, no shame. It's just growing up, like, you know, 90s baby. Disney yeah. animated movies were my favorite. And you know what? Some of these live action remakes haven't hit as as much as maybe I think they should have. Like the Aladdin one. I'm looking at you. Aladdin, that one just, I don't know, something about it just felt mm. different. This one felt like how, as a kid watching that old movie, how it would like kind of look. And Haley Bailey, not Halle Berry, Haley Berry. Right. No, Haley Bailey. 
Halle Bailey. Ariel. Yeah, Ariel. <laughs> fantastic. Like, awesome. It's just amazing. No, but, yeah. I really want to see it. Yeah, I got absolutely lit. I want to be where the people are, you know? What are they called again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feet. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there. Uh, maybe one day we'll review The Little Mermaid because, yeah, I just love that. I, I had to tell my girlfriend. I'm like, yo, I need you to, to take me because I don't want to, like, just go by myself. But you know what? There were so many people in the theater, some people by themselves, and full-on dudes were crying. Yeah. I didn't cry, but dudes were crying at merpeople and mermaids and shit. I was like, okay, this is bigger than it's I... sad, isn't it? No, no, no. It was happy. By the end of the movie, there's a good message. Why can't we just be able to have feet and sing? <laughs> at and, the same and time. And love. Like, yeah, true. You know, Meatloaf said it best. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he wasn't on the soundtrack, but the, the dude from Hamilton is, is in it who, who does Sebastian. Okay. And he's pretty... Under the Sea gets a, gets a nice... Manuel Miranda? Uh, no, okay. the other one. He's He kind of steals the show in Hamilton, I'd say, too. But uh, he's he's in a few other Disney movies, too, though, Lin-Manuel. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Really I'm loved see it. see Hamilton tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You haven't seen like the any of it, right? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really fun. Um, but yeah, I, I went to the theaters. And now that I got free tickets to a next movie, I am looking at that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I think that's in IMAX or something, too, because that movie looks absolutely fun and crazy. So uh, some thoughts on that coming in the near future, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now we can talk about some NXT. Shall we do it? Yeah. Battleground after show. After no. Hangover. Yeah. yeah. Sure. NXT, May 30th, 2023, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. They are back in Orlando, Florida. They've left LOL, and we're starting things off with a weaponized... Steel cage match. Uh, Gigi Dolan taking on JC Jane. This blood feud. They were best friends. They were almost family. And then JC kicked her head in a door and made fun of her whole upbringing and brother and family. Yeah, I think she was fine with getting kicked in the face through a door. Don't, I don't think bring she, my brother in. Yeah, and once you make fun of my brother, this really upset her. Uh, they've both agreed that this match will be contested under pinfall and submission rules. Escape of the cage will not count. Should we just get rid of escape in cage matches? It makes them so stuff? much better, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so as Gigi's making her entrance, JC Jane jumps her from behind, throws her against the ring steps. Uh, in the ring, JC gets a leather strap and starts whipping Dolan and tells her to suck it. And then Gigi comes back, puts the trash can on JC's head and starts kicking away at it. He drop ki- she drop kicks it into her. And then Gigi gets a baseball bat, but it's not any baseball bat. You know what makes it worse? Leaves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is this a baseball bat wrapped in like, it looked like it was like poison ivy. It should ivy. be like stinging nettles, that kind of thing. Is this right? not like, is it maybe thorns of a rose? Is that what she was Maybe, but now thinking about it, wrapping a bat in stinging nettles would suck. What's stink like? Like poison ivy, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, okay. When you, like, the slightest touch and, like, I go in full rashes. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need in our next Anarchy and Eureka. There's a leafy bat. We've seen the glass. We've seen the thumbtacks. We've seen exploding Jordans. We need stinging nettles. Uh, I mean, there was that, there was that, like, weird, what was it, XPW that did, like, the needle a little while ago? That was beyond Mm. fucked, but... Doing, getting a little too serious with like poison ivy or what are those like sharp, you know, like thorns, like things. Yeah. Those would really suck. So I feel like that's what she was. This going just for. looked like leaves, though. This looked like poison ivy yeah. type things. Yeah. Um, JG, uh, JC then catches Gigi with a spine buster onto the trash can, 
and then hits a running neck breaker on top of a bunch of steel chairs that yeah. have just been set up in the middle of the ring. JC then super kicks Gigi's head into the trash can, very reminiscent of the the ding dong hello knock knock spot. Right where she went through the through door. The door. Yeah. And then uh but Gigi comes back and hits a choke slam off the top rope through the table and puts an end to JC Jane. Yeah, uh, I feel like this feud kind of lost steam really quickly, and then they didn't not want to do like a blow off, so they said, "Hey, we'll just do it on like TV." And then it was like, "Hey, actually, you're not main eventing either. It's it's kind of the opening match." And I feel like the way the crowd reacted, I think me watching, I think we can move on finally from these two kind of interacting with each other in a feud with each other because it kind of putting it on first kind of felt like it was attack on two battleground in a way. Right, it's yeah. like let's finish all these feuds so now we can set up everything else i didn't mind some of the the spots like there was some cool like the neck breaker onto a pile of chairs that's got to suck but it looked cool like go get spine buster through the table up for the finish like or the choke slam kind of move like there was cool stuff, but I'm I've definitely just not. Been... I I thought this was easily their best their best match. Way better had. than before, um, yeah, yeah. And I thought they both really actually laid it in pretty thick. There were um, I think JC was busted open at the end. Booker actually looked pretty concerned when they cut to JC's like arm or something. Yeah, they cut to the commentary desk after, and Vic's like talking, and Booker's distracted, and he's like, "I'm kind of worried about JC Jane." Now, Maybe it was from the bat. Yeah. Every rose has its thorn. Um, but no, I thought it was pretty good, and I actually thought this crowd did get really into it. Uh, I thought this was their best match, but I am ready to see yeah. where they go next. Yeah, I mean, Gigi now could be like a, a babyface contender for Tiffany and her title. Mm-hmm. That's something you could go to. Uh, not really sure what you do with JC Jane, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Wesley... Uh, is being interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell. Uh, he is now the longest reigning champion with 10 successful defenses of the North American Championship. That's all? 10. 10? I feel like he's done. I, this used to get flip-flopped a lot. Okay. Like, if you think of, like, Gargano's reign, of Keith Lee's reign. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, I don't remember. It used to be this thing would change hands at most takeovers, it felt okay, like. Okay, yeah. When Adam Cole ricocheted and it kind of flopped It did flip around, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, but... Uh, so ten, he's only defended it ten times. Yep. I mean, not well, not saying only because he's defended it like probably the most. Ten times since Halloween Havoc, which was probably in December, knowing the way <laughs> <laughs> NXT. <laughs> yeah. So he says he's pumped, and he's like, ah, and then he's like, oh, I'm pretty sore too after the match on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> um, and he says, uh, I had no idea how long this would be riding with me. Um, but I'm willing to keep on going on this journey. That's when the dyads show up and they say, we've been sent here as a reminder. And it looks like they're about to attack uh, Wes. When Tyler Bate shows up and says, you want to mess with Wes? Then you mess with me. Kind of scares them off and says, look, I said Sunday was always going to be in the spirit of competition. Now that's over. I'm still your friend. Um, so, yeah, still... I'm still waiting for that uh, yeah. that swerve, but it doesn't seem to be coming quite yet. Yeah, maybe it's it's not coming at all. But mm. maybe, perhaps, but yeah, Tyler Bate saying, hey, I'm still your mate. So setting up a tag match for later tonight, Wesley and Tyler Bate taking on the Dyad. Yeah, um, which sounds good. We see clips of Tony D'Angelo getting his mugshot oh, taken. They uh, got our boy. And my, my only question from this is, it sounds like they're Yeah, they sound like they're on right now, yeah. Um... Is he really six foot two? 
I don't know. I'm shy. I'm in between six one and six two, and I don't. I feel like I'm probably taller than Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, he doesn't look like a tall one. Why does it always come up in meters on on the Google? I I love this is what the mugshot right Tony D gets. Says he's mugshot. six foot on Google. So yeah, six two. Yeah, that's an Italian. Mm. Six two in Italian. I don't know any. I don't think I know many Italians that are taller than six two. Yeah, who's a taller Italian? I mean, our friend Big Tom is Italian. He's That's like seven he's fucking like feet like tall. He's like ginormous. So. Wasn't <laughs> so, the Hulk? Is the Hulk Italian? Italian? <laughs> Lou Ferrigno? That, I don't know. Is that, is that is a thing? Lou Ferrigno? I mean... <laughs> is he Italian? Fair enough. Fair play. Maybe... maybe <laughs> Not I'm... like the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> is the Hulk Italian? You should <laughs> mean be. the guy who played him in the, in the old show? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, he's probably... Still waiting for that NXT Italy. Um, we, ne- we never got it because everyone's you can't pick them out in an so, airport because they're all they're short so, so, so. <laughs> or they're all tall yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, we go to the Gallus boys and they're uh, like congratulating each other over the win at the weekend they say the creeds are tough but let's chalk it up to another win for the Gallus boys and when is anyone going to step into our kingdom and they said I thought it would be Tony D and Stax but he can't under his circumstances. They're making fun of D'Angelo. Yeah, they start to mock him. They go, oh, it wasn't me, officer. And they're doing like the Italian pose. Actually poses. sounded the clearest they've ever sounded. I actually understood them <laughs> yeah. when he said, forget about it. I was like, wait, can you just talk like that? And this is when Stack shows up and he says, I know it was you who, who snitched on Tony D. And they deny it. They go, no, no, it wasn't us. It wasn't us at all. And they go, well, snitches get stitches. And Stax punches them. And then they all start to rumble, and uh, Mark was actually beating up, uh, yeah, beating up Stacks quite a bit here. He took stiff shots to the ribs, stitches for sure here. Mm. But on the other guy, I mean, st- you know, it is true. Snitches do get stitches. Like it always comes back to you if you snitch. It's over, fam. But mm. this this is clearly clearing Stacks' name now, right? Because because we were we were or like is he hey. one of these smart guys where like most wrestlers forget that there are a camera? cameras everywhere. Yeah, he knows Tony's going to be watching. I mean, eventually he'll be catching up on NXT once he's out. Ah, uh, they, they have seen. They have USA Network in the I clink. Think so I, I think don't know. So. We'll have to ask Don. So he'll be watching it and he'll be looking at his boy and being like, "Yeah, he's still he's still fighting for me." True. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you he could next week you'll have conjugal visits. Or wait, that means no. Wait, what's the visit with the glass? <laughs> Is that conjugal visits? Isn't that when they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, hold on, wait. <laughs> uh, just visitor hour, right? <laughs> just visiting, bro. Yeah, just... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Watch too many mob movies yeah. with this shit. But so next week we'll see Stacks visiting and being like, "Yo, I fought in your honor." Like these snakes. You know who else it could be? Sebastian. Haven't heard from him for a while. <laughs> well, I saw him in Little Mermaid today, but yeah, <laughs> Dude, <it's> different Sebastian. <laughs> he's still a character. He's been. All of those characters have been dropped, it seems. Where have those people been? Yeah, they've not got much. Kiana, Brooks, Jen, where, yeah. are they, where are they at? Carmelo Hayes, the new NXT, well, sorry, the uh, retaining NXT yeah. champion comes out. And uh, Trick says, let's get straight to business. We went to your hometown and for Battleground and you still left as champion. Melo says, Battleground was exactly that. It was a battle. And uh, Melo's going to be brazy. Did he say? Yeah, you know what that means? No. <laughs> Have you ever heard that word before? No. One of our good friends, Scorpio Sam, says this word often. Okay. So I'm happy that... I'm, I know he's happy that it finally got onto WWE television, but uh, I first learned about it, I think, in uh, music. 
Diet What's it mean? Uh, I I know people say instead of saying crazy, but I can't ultimately define it. So I'll be sure to Urban Dictionary it to you while you keep going. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Um, he says nothing but net and still. And one thing you gotta take shots to make shots. And when it comes to this NXT championship, I ain't never missing. So NXT Battleground was just another brick laid down to the Mellow Dynasty. Uh, brazy means crazy, but you replace the C with a B because if you are a blood, you don't use a C because that's, that's crypts. Yeah. So it's brazy. So if you're a blood, you don't use any words with the letter C. I mean, right now, Davey, That's you're tough. wearing a blue T-shirt, so maybe don't say the word brazy because you, you're wearing blue. Brazy, I'll do what I want. <laughs> you're on the other. You're you're fucking a, maverick. You're on the other yeah. opposing side. I'm on all teams. You fucking Davey Pierce for everyone. Fucking brazy, yeah. bro. It's pride month. Should I be um, the brazy? The brazy. <laughs> So Noam Dar interrupts. He congratulates Mello on his win. And he says, you, are man- you managed to escape your hometown still champion. You weren't the only one to retain the championship. I successfully defended the Heritage Championship, the most prestigious prize in NXT. And I beat Dragon Lee not once, but twice. And Trick says, we don't have time to talk about how it took four of you to win a match. You interrupted Trick and Mello game. And that's a super no no, make, make play on the supernova. Uh, and your championship puts you at a high level, but this puts me on the highest level. And you may have beaten Dragon twice, but you couldn't even beat me once. And then Dar takes a, a page out of uh, fellow uh, cruiserweight TJP's book and goes, and says, the adults are talking. It sounds like a challenge. Put the NXT Championship on the line to me tonight. And Trick goes, look, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get Mello when he's tired. He's come off a, a hard match and you're trying to get him when he's down. Dar says, well, obviously. Yes, obviously that's what I'm doing. But like all these NBA stars, you're counting your minutes and you're making it easy for yourself. You don't want to come out night after night after night like me. And it's difficult to miss when you've got low management. So Mello agrees and puts the title on the line. I really loved... No, first of all, it's kind of a shock that Noam Dar is the one mm. to like interrupt him. But already a huge fan of him and his whole clique here, his whole gang. They come out and he was being booed so loud that mm. you almost couldn't hear him. And Mello was like, actually like looked like he was corporate. He was laughing. And then he was kind of like, keep, keep doing it, keep doing it. And you could not hear him for a while uh, because they were just booing him to be like... Just to be funny. And I, I thought that was like added on into the segment. And Dar kind of stepping into this got me kind of hyped. Like I, I think after his performance, not just on Sunday, but like last week, I've really just grown to re-like this guy a whole lot. Like I, I back on the list right away. They've, it's clear they've just in a short space of time gone like, right, let's put a lot of steam behind this yeah. guy. And it's working. I think the new uh, faction he's got going on, I think they look good as a unit. Um yeah, and I, I think this was a good move for uh, for week one after Battleground, kind of have him in that top mix, uh, make it, us realize that this is a, a guy, this contender. Yeah. He, it feels like he's kind of taken uh, Devlin's role, really. You know, the that top upper, heel. upper mix heel. Yeah, but so like the wrestling is connecting on that same level, but also the character is, yeah. is, is a bit different, right? It's so like, like 
over the top with his pippy long stocking braids and his now his friends hanging out his new friends that yeah. he's found here like i don't know i'm i'm really into it so again his stock just like you know yesterday's price is not today's mm-hmm. price he he instantly in a week went up the the shot and clearly putting him now in the main event tonight for the title obviously we're like okay he's not winning it but we're like it's he, he's really showed something i think and clearly they're behind him Cora Jade uh, has a little interview and she's still uh, upset over the loss to Lyra Valkyria. uh, She's got a black eye. She's got a black eye and she says she was practically blind in that match and says everyone is trying to screw over Cora Jade and uh, she's kind of in the the, like heel women's locker room here it seems. And this is where Ivy Nile comes in and basically tells her to stop her whining because injuries are just part of the game and you lost fair and square. And Cora says, don't give me attitude because your boys couldn't get it done at the weekend. And Ava beat your ass. And Ivy reminds her that some of us were on the card, which Ivy wasn't. She was just at ring. She's involved. Yeah. She's probably got a payday and (laughs) others weren't. Um, So this sets up a match for later tonight. What I found weird here is kind of front and center of like these other women in the locker room is Tatum Paxley, who as far as I'm aware, hasn't resolved her feud with Ivy Nile. They kind of did, and then they just dropped it. Yeah, she's chilling. They had, like, one match. Yeah, she should have just... And it felt like she should at least be, like, chirping her or, you you know, something. And she just seemed like anyone else here, Hmm. uh, which I found a little odd. Yeah, no, true. I did notice that was her, but they didn't mention a lot of these people. They were just... They do that a lot, right? Like, like they did it last week with the dude locker room, and they do that back and forth. Uh, scripts slash Reggie approaches Axiom backstage. Oh man, this was a laugh. And he's like, "What's up, Axe? You you rewatching Battleground?" Axe, Axe. I mean, to be fair, if you're wondering, hey, did they drop the nerd part of Axiom's gimmick? No, he's rewatching Battleground mm-hmm. on his phone. In a show, segment. he wasn't on. Yeah, a show he wasn't on. They said they no, made you sure know why he was watching the Succession finale. He wasn't watching it live. He wasn't live, watching right? it live. They made it clear like he was re-watching yep. Battleground. I'm like, okay. Uh, Axiom asks, what are you doing, Reggie? What do you want? And Reggie's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not my name. Reggie says, "That's that was my given name. <laughs> that's not my name. But his people call him Scripts. And <laughs> Scripts says... His people. His people call him Scripts. And Scripts says, I want to thank you. Removing my masks helped me open my eyes. Thank you, Axiom. I was living in a cave watching shadows on a wall. You helped me. Thank you. And then just walks off. What the... F- what did I just watch? I think this was a a way of, like... You know uh, when Volta went like, No, I am Gunther. Yeah, it was like... This was exactly this. like it, it yeah. was. It was like <laughs> acknowledging, Yep, I'm Reggie, but now on, we're calling these scripts. Right, right. And I had to wear this silly mask for... Three months until maybe longer than that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. Is this leading to like scripts going to try and get Axiom to remove his mask? Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's finally like, hey, I saw, I see the light. You should too. And then I'm on the opposite. I don't think Axiom should remove his mask. Oh, I need to know if he's handsome or not. I can't remember. He's handsome, <laughs> but kind of dull. I mean, he's wearing a mask that's like, like, Pretty much just a giant black part over his face, like in between the color. I of think it. it's so an it's improvement like... of uh, a kid. Like, Personally. hey, a kid didn't have any juice behind the character no. at all. Always a good wrestler, but like, I can't tell you anything about the character. So, 
maybe it is right. We we've definitely been saying this for for months now. Like oh, like this this guy's wrestling's really entertaining. Yeah, and I think if you think of kids, a kid's gonna buy a an kid, a kid figure right. or an axiom figure. I mean, you could have him go. No, no, no. My people call me Axiom, mm. even though he's not wearing the mask. I think you can just keep the name. I think Axiom is a better name than AK. Oh, I don't care about the name. I'm talking about the look. I, I, I don't, I don't disagree that his look was pretty like boring before, but I, I'm wondering with the words mm. by Reggie or Scripps here saying, Hey, you know, maybe you could see the light too is what we're going to. I'm sure they'll team They're up. They're going to be a tag team for yeah. a bit, I think. Um, we go to our next match. Dyad taking on the team of Wesley and Tyler Bate. Uh, I did find it funny watching. Uh, Tyler Bate do his like entrance with the slow roll in the ring with the robe and the towel spot to like Wesley's more kind of head banging kind of dubstep music. It was kind of funny. Um, Wesley is just so smooth. He hits his nice cartwheel head scissor takedown to, to rip. Um, Fowler then pushes Bate into the corner, which knocks Wes off the top. And then, uh, Bate lures in, uh, I think it's both of Dyad. Uh, to the corner he where literally, Wes is... Yeah, he literally reels them in, and then when they jump, they come forward, Wes jumps off the top. Jumps off yeah. with a cross, a cross body slash arm drag takedown to both, which looked really nice. There's then a standoff between all four when they get a bit distracted because Mustafa Ali shows up in the what? crowd. What's Ali doing? Yeah. Hey, Booker T actually knew who this person yeah. was, uh, which is crazy. So you know they're important. Mm. Uh, Ali coming off his, well, loss, but big spotlight and match against Gunther at Night of Champions. Yeah, uh, he's a free agent, as we've been hearing. So he's here and kind of just shows up. He looked pretty badass just appearing in his the crowd. jacket, his nice hair. And then he goes and joins commentary, which is not you know what most people do. So I like that. So on commentary, he's saying he's a free agent and can come anywhere. He says, I Pause. almost became a champion and now uh, I'm obsessed on becoming a champion. Booker says, hey, man, uh, I really like your hair. Mm. And Vic's like, Dude, like, ask him a few other questions. Don't just, like, ask him how he got his hair. And he's like, what? I'm sorry. He's got a nice hair and he's got a nice beard. Leave me alone. He's still mad about that shampoo commercial. He wants to know <laughs> He wants to know if they need someone, right? Um, and Mustafa Ali says that Wesley is the kind of champion he wants to be. Um, and then we go back to the match. Wesley is just hitting these beautiful strikes and counters into a DDT to Fowler. Um, he does his kick punch double stomp to the back combo and then goes to the cardiac kick. But uh, Fowler stops him with a double throat thrust. um, And then uh, Wes comes back with a double cardiac kick to both of Dyad. And then both Wesley and Tyler Bate hit tandem uh, spiral taps. Yeah. Uh, Looked really cool. Both, both just happen to actually do that move quite often. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tyler hits the Tyler driver 97 to pick up the win. Yeah, a pretty fun match. I feel like Wes and the Dyad lads kind of know each other from having matches with MSK and GOIV yep. from a few times back in, in a few years back or so. And obviously the same with Bait, British Strong Star yeah. with uh, GYV as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So they do definitely have history. I thought it meshed well. I think, uh, unfor- like, I'm really happy that Ali showed up. I think that's really cool. It's just kind of unfortunate it happened during the match because it's a match I kind of was really into and then totally got distracted yeah, at the commentary. I, I mean, it was a match with a one-segment build. Yeah. And it's with Dyad, who I like, but... I think I think this is the kind of turning point that I think they are 
pretty much like give like a, a few weeks ago that felt like wow they put on a match that mm. stood out and now I feel like they're being instantly pushed back to the bottom of the card if not being gone soon I don't know like I know they're under contract for months and months and months still yeah. but this felt like a complete like you're being buried by these guys these guys it put feels you out. like I think they're doing the Roddy thing where they're they're gonna show up and do what they're told and yeah. and try and put good matches on in the process. They're going to have a match with the Creeds coming up, which yeah. could be good. Um, but yeah, I like uh, I like Ali coming in, kind of hinting that maybe Wesley is who he's going to go after, um, like as a babyface for yeah. babyfacing. But look, Ali is a tremendous wrestler. I think he kind of showed everyone that again at uh, Night of Champions yeah. on Saturday. And there are so many guys he could have great matches with in NXT. Oh, yeah. Right Ali, now. Tyler Bate, Ali, Wesley, obviously. That should be the Bash match. I know that's a while away now. But Ali, Wesley? Yeah, I know. If I, no, so. I don't know if we could wait that long, but like Ali versus Dragon Lee. Ali versus Noam Dar. Ali versus Melo. Ali versus Braun. There's definitely like like unlimited people And also, here. this is a guy who never really did NXT. He came in, did the Cruiserweight Classic, did 205. Live was oh, obviously right. on Raw in the cruiserweight division, and then they split and did it just as two hundred five. Okay, right. So he's never he never had an NXT run. Okay, so I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of like big matchups you could do that would definitely bang. So I'm I'm into that. After the match, Ivy Nile takes out Ava Rain Retribution from Sunday, and then the Creed brothers come out. Joe Gacy is beating up Wesley, and this is where Ali comes out for the save. Um, and yeah, I assume we're getting this next week, like a, a six man next week or the right. tag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm assuming we're getting Tyler Bate, Wesley and Ali versus the whole schism schism. Yeah. Could even do Ivy and Ava in there as well. So wait, Maybe. sorry. It's not Wes and Tyler. It's the Creed's. Uh, right, yeah. right, yeah. I think they're building a Creed's diet match, but it's whether we get this six this man one, before yeah. then or not. Either way, I, I suspect that Ali is wrestling next Tuesday night mm. on NXT, so look out for that, which could be pretty cool. We see Drew Gulak giving a class, uh, and Chase U are watching, and they're teaching about a strong submission game, and Thea is determined to get in the ring. She wants to go in and, uh, and train and learn, because she was embarrassed from last week. And Duke says, you don't have to push yourself and do this class. I'll give you a pass. It's okay. Thea says, no, I have to prove myself. I've got to prove that I'm not weak. So let me go. Let me go. And she's pulling on Duke's shirt here. So Thea enters and Dempsey says, okay, but no crying this time. No crying in WWE. I'd kind of like next week just to see Thea. It's like this submission magician just... It's badass. Just like kicking people, yeah. making people Tying bleed. them up. Yeah. You need to see like John Moxley, Thea Hale style. All right. Yeah. We go to our Tiffy-bration. Yes. The Tiffy-bration. That doesn't really sound like it. It any- looked like Tiffy-brat. Tiffy-brat. Tiffy-brat-tion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's Tiffany Stratton's NXT Women's Championship celebration. Uh, she says, raise your hands if you're not surprised that Tiffany Stratton is new NXT women's champion. Uh, for podcast uh, only listeners, you, we just we, raised We put our hand up. This yeah. is very Mean Girls-esque, I think she was going for. Mm. Raise your hands if you've been personally victimized by Tiffany Stratton. Is yeah. what she should have said. But yeah, She goes, this Sunday, I went to the rightful spot 
of tip, Tiffy Top of NXT. And this title has been held by legends, Asuka, Charlotte, Bailey, Becky, Rhea Ripley. And now I'm going to show what it means to be a true champion. And when I think of what a champion is, it is me. No one in that locker room can do what I can do. I am the epitome of what a true WWE champion is. And I'd like to invite the whole locker room out to recognize me as champion. And at first, no one comes out. So she says, well, I guess no one wants to know who my first opponent is going to be. Do you guys want to know? The crowd are going, yeah, we want to know. We want to know. She goes, well, tough. You think I care what you think? And then the locker room are like, all right, you can insult me. But do not insult the NXT universe. <laughs> right. So they come out, all the women's locker room, and Tiffany says, Oh, look at your faces. I know you're all starstruck, but I'm going to be the champion for a long time. And I might as well retire as the champion. And no one can sit with me. Not you, not you. And I don't know why you're even out here. And then looks at Roxanne Perez and says, Certainly not you. Oh, this is so awkward. I invited you all here. And, well, I just had a Tiffany epiphany. Why don't I give you all an opportunity? So it's announced that next week it's going to be a battle royal and uh, the winner will face Tiffany Stratton for the championship as she celebrates and balloons come down, confetti erupts. Lots of pink. Smoke. And then Thea Hale attacks. (laughs) Attacks Tiffany. She got that spunk. Then Roxanne comes in, Fallon Henley, Lyra Valkyria. It's pretty much your top faces in the women's division beat up tiffany and send her out the ring ah and then she's kind of embarrassed and is upset and says you'll pay for this so next week who we think's winning this because i imagine the winner of this isn't necessarily the bash opponent but possibly like one of these tv specials in a few weeks i think it could be thea just after this yeah she was the first one to hit her i think you could have it as something she's learned from like it's they were teaching her defense, right? right? And it could be a way that she ends up winning the thing by just Yeah, I like that a lot actually. And then it can be it can be an should easy be... win for Tiff. Yeah, and... and then Roxanne at the Great American Bash. Yeah. I think sure. should be Tiff's opponent for the big uh P L E. But yeah, you know what? That that could be something fun. Thea Hale proving herself and then getting your hope spots in yeah. versus Tiff could be pretty fun. Or do the rematch again against Lyra, maybe, or something like that. But I I think Thea would be you know what? Down the line, we will see that match because I do. I I did thinking back. That was a great match. Uh, yeah. one of the best NXT women's matches in a long, long time. So right, I, yeah, I, I can see some fun segments to build up to Thea's match. If it's like training, Duke training her. Yeah. I don't know where Andre is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I, I love Tiff. I, I think she sounded better before, but now she's a champion. Maybe is like nervous. I or, felt I this was the. The first time I felt she sounded really scripted. Yeah, something and was maybe different. it was a longer segment than we've heard her do before. Something Normally, is different. she's yeah. like, like quick promos before a match or an interview backstage. Whereas this was more that kind of Monday Night Raw style, stand in the ring and deliver a twenty-minute promo. Also, like again, like- I-, I love her and she's a heel, right? But she's she's used to being really mean. She wasn't that mean. She she could be a little bit meaner. Yeah, she didn't really run down everyone. She didn't say anything like, mean. Think of that uh, segment with Enzo when he called out the whole cruiserweight locker room right. and like destroyed all of them. Yeah, she didn't say anything. Where she was just like, you can't sit with me. You can't sit with me. Yeah. Like, she didn't say anything. Yeah, I, I, I know it's in her. She's mm. got it where she could be mean. So I, I hope that comes back out. She's like the, she could be the, the NXT women's champion, like 
MJF of NXT. Like if she got to that meanness, because mm-hmm. she definitely has the like, the physique of being just a fantastic wrestler. But like the character is there. She's a champion now, and I I don't know. Maybe we haven't seen her talk this much in one segment that it just kind of was different. Something did stand out, but yeah. We see Trick Williams, who's on the phone, when Lash Legend, Jakarta Jackson, and Oro Mensa approach him. And uh, Jakara says that him and Mello are kind of cute. And he's like, wait, kind of? What do you mean, kind of? And I think he said some, something like, I might always hit in the ring, but like... On the looks department, we don't we miss. always hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says like, "Mellow, don't miss." But in the, you know, in my matches, I might win, I might lose. But in the looks department, no, 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 we no. don't miss. Uh, and calls Jakara Jackson, Miss Jackson, the distraction, and then says, "Lash, you're a distraction. I bet you want to hit me with that back action." Is that what he said? I think, I think so. that's what he said. Uh, I, I, yeah, uh, cannot confirm or deny. But trick once again making me spit out my drink while watching television on a Tuesday night. Oh man, if it, if it's not booty meat, I don't know what this guy's saying half the time. No, I do, and I love it so much. Uh, the interactions between these guys were were pretty good. Danny Palmer is in the middle of the ring. Oh boy! And okay, we've seen her a couple of times in TikToks and things. <laughs> Have we? I've not. I've seen her like videos we, on this we've show. We've barely seen her on it, but I'm sure there are people watching it being like, "Who is this? And why is she so mad?" I was thinking that. And she goes, "I cannot leave this ring until I find out who this attacker is." I can't is. leave here. I didn't even know you were there yeah. in the first. <laughs> you attacked me, and you attacked my best friend, Sol Ruka, and now she's going to be out for an entire year, and I am not going anywhere until you show your face. And then we see on the big screen uh, kind of what we saw at the weekend, like replays of all the attacks with this hooded figure watching it, and then the attacker turns around. She's wearing a face mask as well. It looks like she's about to take the mask off when... The attacker is in the ring. Oh. Attacks Danny Palmer, hits her with a falcon arrow and a huge, like, uh, like almost like a kamagoye, but with the boot to the face yeah. to Danny Palmer. And it's revealed it's Blair Davenport. Who? Yeah. Or as my favorite call of the night, Vic Joseph. Booker, it's Blair Davenport. Absolute silence. Booker, Booker. Booker, do you know Booker? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How much money do you think I've put down? He did not know who that was. We need that. We used to get the Moro cam. We need it on Booker and Vic. Because I can just picture. It's Vic going, it's Blair Davenport. And he's just there going, who? 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 And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, hold on. If you're saying we, we're getting the Booker cam, it's just going to be him ordering chicken parm all yeah. fucking night. But, like, okay, so Booker once again not knowing who someone is. Was he calling NXT when she was here for that hot minute? When's the last time we saw her? Against uh, Mako and Roxy, right? Or something yeah, like he that. was calling it then. He was, right? Wasn't he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. End of NXT UK. It's just so funny. Booker, it's Blair Davenport. Or was it? No, that might have been Wade. It just went so quiet. Like, the crowd were reacting, kind of, right? Like, some people knew who she were was. And then just finally, Booker just does not respond to Vic, and Vic had to carry it himself. I, I do think uh, the women's division definitely needs some baby faces. Um, like, Blair is coming in as a top heel. Right. You've got Tiffany as a heel right now. When you think of the, the potential challenges for Tiffany right now, 
none are really viable. Yeah. Like Roxanne's kind of had a moment. I'm sure you could put her in there again. Uh, someone like Thea Hale isn't ready for like a big match or a little TV match. And then it's what Fallon Henley, Lyra Valkyria. That's kind of your baby faces right now. And now you're adding another heel. You've got Lash Legend and Jakarta who are heels. You've got right. it, Cora Jade who's a heel. Like, they need to maybe this uh, free agency thing bring down some women as well, I think. Yeah, true. Like yeah. Baby faces. You know what? Like, we're trying to, we're introducing Blair as his heel when we just crowned a super heel champion. Yeah. It's like we don't have anyone else unless we, unless Roxanne is still like sticking around to face her, which probably is happening, but. Yeah, uh, I can't say I'm really too into this thing. I I do know Blair Davenport is pretty good, so I am yeah. definitely willing to give this a shot. I'm not thinking her character is going to be a uh, hacker or anything type that. I was suggesting, and I still think it was would have been a better idea if you brought in her and Stevie Turner. It revealed that they were both doing it, right? Scream situation, and like now you have a new tag team, which yeah. we don't have tag teams. They clearly don't care about that division anymore and probably working on some way to how to get rid of those titles. You, I mean, you could have Isla and uh, Kaylee Ray defend that Great American Bash, maybe. Against who? Well, like, there's no one here. These two, like. Oh, you've moved up your entire yeah, you don't division, have any. haven't you? you yeah, you don't have Kayden anyone. Tana as well. So maybe that's why they're like, no, no tag teams, just yeah. do this. We see Eddie Thorpe, who's with Malik Blade and Idris Anofi, who we haven't seen for a. Yeah. A while, it seems like. He got his tattoo removed. And, yeah. <laughs> it was a fake tattoo. Um, they say they, uh, they're trying to make Eddie... So, Eddie... Did Eddie beat Tyler last week? No, he lost. He lost? Yeah, him? yeah. So, they're like, hey, you know, wins, wins can, you know, make you stronger. Wins yeah, can do like a lot more than... They're making him feel losses. better. I mean, yeah. Where yeah, Damon right. Kemp comes in and says he was impressed, but I guess you can't win without cheating. Um, kind of... Calling out that Eddie thought I can't really remember their match, to be honest. I can't remember the finish there. But saying that he cheated against him. Yeah. So this sets up next week. We're getting Eddie Thorpe versus Damon Kemp again. Um, yeah, I got to say, the first time they had the match, I'm pretty sure Kemp impressed me more. I'm yeah. still waiting for Eddie to kind of step out a bit. Yeah, Eddie's definitely just kind of been very generic. And I'm waiting for the wrestling to definitely kick in. And hopefully that happens soon. But right now he's just kind of lower mid drift character chilling we go to our next match joe coffee taking on stacks uh and joe coffee's just throwing stacks around big hip tosses uh stacks then drop kicks joe off the apron kind of kind of missed it a bit uh yeah. but uh still sold it here uh there's then a big ddt from stacks spiking joe which looked pretty nice and then Stax does have these really nice, like, running uppercuts. Yeah, European, I mean, Cesaro yeah, he's, he's, t he's, like, improved, but he's been, like, a solid wrestler and kind of a, mm. a tough guy, right? And he's facing Joe Coffey. And we've got a tough Italian versus a tough Scotsman here. And uh, this was just them beating the hell out of each other. But it was really Joe Coffey beating the hell out of Stax. And Stax taking it. Yeah, these uppercuts from Stax look pretty good, followed by a neck breaker. And then there's a belly-to-belly -belly off the top rope from Joe Coffey. And then Stax gets ran into the steps, uh, sent into the turnbuckle, and then all the best for the bells, the big lariat from Coffee turning Stax inside out for the win. All the best for the bells. I think that's what it's called. 
I think you did a good job. I think it, I would have just called it the best of the bells, but it's for the best of the bells. Is it for the best of the bells? I have no idea. All the, I think it's all the best of the bells. I think you are right. Uh, either way, it's a lariat and it's a stupid name. Uh, hey, you know what? Like, I don't like the, the name, the Gallo Gate, as what they called it. But you know what? At least, I got to give them this. At least they name their moves and they clearly tell the commentators it because sometimes you get... Toss power bomb, <laughs> back heel kick. So you know what? Call it these moves, whatever yeah. name you want, because it's cool. So I'll say it's all the best for the bells. Uh, Joe Coffey put the boots to stacks, and stacks always impresses. He's so good at getting beat up by people. Uh, I think in other circumstances, in a few more minutes, these two could have had even a better match. But for what it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, stacks is someone I definitely am enjoying watching his development, and hope he keeps going because I I think his his little scenes, he's been pretty good, and I think he has impressed in ring. So Stax is clearly not involved with helping Tony D get arrested or anything know. like that. I don't know. So maybe Stax decides, you know what, I'm actually part Scottish, so I'm going to join Gallus and like decides I'm not Italian anymore right. and joins him. But he got beat by him, and I don't know. But we'll see. I think Tony, we finally get Tony, and like, the, is the end game Tony is finally free? Him and Stax beat Gallus for the titles? After him going to jail, coming back, like that's like Tupac come, going to jail and coming out with a hot album. Like, yeah, you know, like, I I do think it's eventually going. Stacks was because it's wrestling. You was, you do think it's still yeah, yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Even though for now it's something they do, even okay. though it makes no sense. Yeah, I no, think I'm for that. The tag match, <laughs> and then eventually, surely the story's got to be. It was me. The underboss takes out the don. To be like that's how these stories we see a up. we see a backstage vignette where it's stacks telling Dijak who's not a cop but thinks he is so mm. writes down in his notebook and yep. then gives it to the cops they're just waiting they're waiting for uh Cole Carter to get his release right from AEW yeah. so he can bring him back yeah that wouldn't be the bad that would be this only like three people and two of them are me and you would would get it and like be like wow that's long-term storytelling but, I'd love it that'd be yeah. great uh stacks representing Speaking of long-term storytelling, let's talk about some Von-term storytelling. Oh. Von Wagner with Mr. Stone. And Stone's asking, what the hell was that last week? You got DQ'd. You put Luca through a table. And he's, Von Wagner says, Luca got everything he had coming to him. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. But you got DQ'd. You lost the match. This could mess up your free agent status. Oh. Um, all, all hitting up. The hammer on the head that of free, this free agency going on right now, and Stone says, "Look, whatever went on in your past, you have some serious anger management issues. So how about you see a therapist?" And uh, Von's all against it, and he's like, "Look, please, I'm asking you to do this for me." Wagner says he'll think about it. So I'm thinking, and I'm hoping we might get a return of a certain. Dr. Shelby. That's who you thought the therapist to return? I mean... Well, Kyle O'Reilly's... I was uh, thinking, yeah, Vaughn's out there. We know someone else is out there who also played a therapist on NXT briefly that some people don't remember. You should just do it and then be like, what are you talking about? That wasn't me. me. Yeah, it was me. It's not me. What was his name? Do I wear hats? Yeah, remember? What was that? Let's let's do an NXT flashback here. Roderick Strong was deeply afraid of trunks. Because I think Dexter Loomis tried to murder him in his trunk. See, a lot of people have been getting put in trunks in NXT. That's a long-term thing. And then uh, Undisputed Era decided we need to put Roddy through therapy. So they dressed Kyle O'Reilly up as a therapist. 
or Sherlock Holmes, depending on how you see it. And yeah, and then uh, they he he gave therapy to Roddy of how to get over his fear of trunks, which I in, inevitably I don't think worked because Roddy still was afraid of trunks. I'm just looking at the uh, the pictures. There is actually a, a person from Calgary who's an experienced and strategically oriented healthcare administrator who specializes in trunks. Yeah, I guess so. For people uh, who are scared, yeah, I still of... can't find the name though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping for Doctor Shelby. I I don't know of all the times Doctor Shelby anger management. That was the course they did. Was it? Yeah, they did anger management. Yeah. Okay, possibly. When did when was the last time we saw Doctor Shelby? We've seen him a few times since like Doctor uh, Hell. Have we had a I th- I think they've done it. They've had him come back once, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay, well Vaughn's going to therapy for his his pictures of him as a baby. Yeah, going to be great. Yeah. Uh we get a really actually cool recap of this uh Dragonoff Dijak match. Uh I really like this. It says last Sunday and you see Dragonoff Calling his son. This is totally different. You never see NXT shoot things like this. It's like documentary Road 2 style. It is, but then kind of, yeah, like cinematic, like those prime targets. Like the the added like sort of epic trailer music underneath. Uh, Dragonov calls his son and he's speaking in uh, Russian and uh, says, I will be back. I promise. And you hear, bye, Papa. Bye, Papa. And then you hear like this voiceover. Is it the pain who keeps searching for me? Or am I the one who keeps searching for pain? Or maybe I am the pain. It doesn't matter because after tonight, the world will know pain. And you see him like in his gear, getting ready for his match, just like screaming at the wall. You see Dijak kind of in gorilla ready to come out. Then we get this recap of the match and... It ends with the words, tonight the world shall know pain. I thought this this was a lot of people's, uh, some people's like one of their matches of the weekend, uh, this Dijak, sure. yeah. uh, Ilya match. And I thought they did a really good job here, um, kind of showing you again, hey, we had a pretty good match that happened at the weekend in a pretty different way from just showing highlights. Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, this guy is so different. We keep complimenting on this dude, Ilya, for being so, like, different from other wrestlers throughout years. Like, there's this an intensity but, but behind his eyes and the way he speaks and just the way he's presented. And this, yet again, showing that. The way they film this, they never film other people like this on the phone with their kid, like, yelling at a wall. Like, he's pretty – dude's really intense. He's a scary Russian dude. This just screams, you're the champion right now. You need to be the guy right yeah. now. So – Instantly, Mellow Dragonov is the match at Bash, the Great American Bash. So, like, I don't know what you do with this guy until then. Like, he's done here. He just crushed this dude. Where do we, if this guy's not your champion, where is he? Why is he on this show? Is basically what I'm thinking. This guy's so good. I, I cannot think of any other wrestler that is like this guy. You can be like, oh, he's like Kota Bushi because the way he chops and kicks. Yeah, but he's not like in this it's, way. Right? It's he's one not- of those things where if he's. If he's allowed to be him, yeah. kind of like Walter was Gunther, on the yeah. main roster, yeah, yeah. like there's no holding this guy back because he's so over the top, but in such a brilliant way that you can't just have this guy being yeah. jobbed out in three minute matches. No, you know? he's just it so just different. It just wouldn't work. Um, this is cool. I It says he's returning next week. I do still think it's the 
Uh, it's a Bron Breaker match. Oh, um, right, right, right. I think right, he's right. going to have a bit of an in-ring segment and then get speared by Breaker setting that up. And that I, would bang, yeah. If it that's kind of makes sense. Too. You've now got a pissed off Bron Breaker and Ilya's unbreakable. They've, you know? Unbreakable versus, versus Bron the Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. Wow. I think that would be a good match for, for the bash. That's a good movie too, Unbreakable. Yeah. You remember that one? Bruce Willis. It's good shit. Before He's retired now, has he? Yeah, he's not doing too well. Uh, Yeah, prayers up for Bruce. Sorry. Yeah. We go to our next match, Cora Jade versus Ivy Nile. Uh, Cora starts, like, faking her eye injury to start with. She does have an eye. Like, she has a black eye. Yeah. She's claiming it's from the crow kick. Yes. The falcon kick. Falcon kick. The black bird. Yeah. The black eye bird. Um, And she catches Ivy with a back elbow. Ivy starts to clothesline her and throw her around the ring. Uh, Cora starts to pull at Ivy's hair, and then Cora just biffs Ivy right in the face and drop kicks her in the ropes. Uh, Ivy starts delivering some of her kicks, which look pretty nice, I think. Uh, goes for a suplex, but it gets counted into a roll-up. And then Ava Rain comes out and attacks Ivy Nile, which causes the distraction, and Cora Jade hits her DDT for the finish. This did nothing for me. I don't understand why Ivy... Clearly off the, the pay-per-view, having beef with Ava. Earlier in the night, having beef. They set up this match with like her just stepping into Corey Jade's business. But then it's only f- to to further the stuff with Ava Rain. It's clearly because Ava Rain's just not ready to, to be put in this position or something. But yeah. I did not see that as the problem. I am just so over Cora Jade. Like, I don't understand what this character is. You're from Chicago. You're a CM Punk fan. You do all the bits from everyone else. The best bit in this match is when Cora Jade licked her hand and slapped her in the face. That's a Trish Stratus. Like, so many other wrestlers do that. I, I get it. But, like, everything from her just is, like, her acting, playing wrestler to me. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I've definitely not been a fan for the past few months, but this was the worst part I, of the show for me. I agree. And I think her, her wrestling hasn't stood out at all it's since the, being it's, a heel. It's what's the opposite of going. It's Regressed. like, yeah, it has, honestly. And I, I think she. I think she is good. I think she had. We've seen her have good matches when she was a a baby face. She certainly did. Right. Um, like I think the one against Natalia, I really enjoyed, and I'm not even that high on Natalia. No, it I was good. She's yeah. had good matches yeah. in the past, but they need to go back to the drawing board with this character because it just isn't clicking at all. And you're completely right. It's it's so cosplay. Yeah, I, I, and and you know, there's a lot of people in, in wrestling that do that. They act a part, and that's part of it. What it is, but for me, this this character is so blatantly just like a little kid acting mean. That's just not hitting for me. Like in in all cylinders, the wrestling is just not there at all. And uh, I I just don't see what uh, maybe a, a lot of other people do. But sorry, not sorry. Just definitely. <laughs> it's and it, it, lately it's been anytime she's on the show I'm like ooh this is a segment that dragged down and this proved it again for me and I just don't know what you do with her I can't point. I can also not really see where Ivy goes either I I do like her in ring but I don't see her character being enough that she's going to really progress from this position you know and I yeah. think even if she is main roster at any point she'll be this just she'll be like, Dana Brooke just floating yeah, around at least, not really doing anything yeah I, Ivy's I feel. Ivy's like gimmick is she's in the dojo she's ripped she is a pretty good wrestler as well like I'd, bit, I'd say maybe a bit more better than, than Cora but Cora's character is just so like what are like I just don't yeah. understand just not for me maybe we go to Tank and Hank 
who are backstage and they're checking on each other after See, these their... are characters I can get yeah. behind. Hank and Tank. Hank and Tank. The bros. They're checking on each other after their match from last week and they're like, how's your, how's your shoulder, bro? It's, oh, like, you... oh, it's good, but... You okay? You crushed it last yeah, week, bro. Yeah, my ribs are a bit, but oh, no, you crushed oh, it. Oh, no. And uh, uh, Malik Blade and Idris Anofi show up and they're saying, look, it worked. Us facing each other, we've now got this connection between us. So... Let's say our favorite things after three. Okay. Favorite food. There you go. One, two, three. Chicken palm. Shout favorite. Up. Shout out, Booker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> favorite animal. Honey badger. Honey badger don't care. Don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. Favorite sauce. Buffalo. And we've been tight after that. And Malik and he just like. Sauce. Really? You're talking about sauce? And he's sauce. like, no, we'll try it again. Best movie. Jaws. And then Malik and Idris try it, and they go, best day to work out. One says Sunday, one says Saturday. And then they go... It's oh. Malik who says Saturday, to be clear, because he's the, like, the nerd of the group, right? Like, right? I mean, I would think you'd want to work out on the Saturday, so that you could go over on the Sunday. True. Yeah, true. Mm. Mister. I thought they were going to say it every week, because these guys are jacked, specifically yeah. Idris. <laughs> and then they say, favorite topping to a pizza, and one says pineapple... The other says pepperoni. I kind of, I'm, I'm sick of the pineapple debate now right. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. We, um, had, we, had, we had pineapple on burgers the other day. We did. Pineapple on burgers is pineapple what's being slept on. Things, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know someone right now is like, you sons of bitches talking about pineapple. It doesn't belong. No, it does. What do you think of uh, beet, beets on a burger? No, no, let's not get, let's not get burger crazy. Burger is a lot. Aussie burger. No, 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 you don't need no, to, you gotta get you that beet, you got that egg. Just people like, oh, like fruit doesn't belong on like pizza. Well, yeah, like tomatoes are tomatoes a berry. Tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, so like stop. Yeah. Just stop that. Just try Just it. let people enjoy things. Yeah. Uh, what, so sorry, continue what happened here with these, this team. Um, so yeah, so Malik and Idris are like, oh, well, maybe I Maybe our, we should fight. Maybe we should fight. That sounds fun, I think. Me, one on one. Uh, Idris and Malik having a one on one in the next couple of minutes weeks what's going on with all these teams that now these guys are right, starting to trend you closer right yeah. so are we gonna fight yeah <laughs> we'll be closer yeah all right on the count of three favorite food one two three steak, steak. <laughs> <laughs> all right favorite animal frogs uh, yeah sorry you, you didn't count down <laughs> oh fuck sorry. frogs uh okay i think we could agree with the favorite sauce one two three favorite sauce hot all right, but I mean buffalo is pretty good. Buffalo's good. Yeah, I got a nice uh, buffalo blue cheese sauce the other day. Okay, and favorite movie one, two, three. Lord of the Rings. Joe Dirt. Oh, and we weren't on the same. Yeah, we need fight. a we need a fight. Let's fight. <laughs> uh, I I I would like to see these guys fight, but I think I would like to see Tank and Hank versus Idris and Malik, who also. Like, Idris and Malik have stepped up. Why, why have they been cast aside like this? Let's go. We, they, we haven't seen them face us yet, have we? No, like, they, they should be... I completely forgot they're in this division. They've definitely yeah. been... Uh, maybe, I don't know if one has been slightly banged up or anything recently, but it's been a bit. Because so. I know you people out there who, like, maybe don't watch NXT all the time. Or you maybe, people! Who check out the, the PLEs and stuff. These, this, these, this team hasn't been featured a mm. lot, and I think they're a kind of a hidden gem that's been... Chilling here, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I know think they're young, but they'd be they'd be good to have a, a match against Gallus down the line. They could sure. probably bring out a good match out of Gallus. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ivy and the Creeds are sick of this crap. Ivy wants Ava next week, and the Creeds want Dyad next week too. So I imagine we're yeah 
getting them next week. I don't know if you'll get anything with that six man or anything with the. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I loved how they're like, Dyad, you could get it too. Four roots, one stupid ass tree, and then there's like a pull apart. So yeah, I don't know if Dyad's just fighting with everyone these days. Is Ali gonna team with the Diamond Mine or with Wes and Tyler? I don't know, but either way. The dyads yep. aren't going anywhere, and I'm okay with that. I think we will get Ali Gacy a one-on-one sooner than later, too. Yeah, that could be his first match, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we go to our main event of the evening. It's for the NXT Championship. Carmelo Hayes taking on Noam Dar. Um, champion v. Champion match. Champ v. Champ, yeah. Imagine both were on the line. But just the NXT Championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Melo locks in... Uh, a headlock on Noam. Oh, on sorry, Mello locks in a headlock on Noam, and as he's cranking it, there's Trick on the outside who's like, like Ooh. cranking it himself, like miming. And I think are the crowd chanting "Lock it in, lock it in, lock, lock it, it in. in." Sometimes you gotta lock it up. Yeah. Uh, Mello hits the springboard clothesline. After the break, he's hits the fade away on Noam, and then Dar hits his dirty like Superman southpaw. Punch. Okay. Number one, he makes this look good. It looks so good. Number two, who let him do that? Because their undisputed champion for a thousand days can't do that move as good as this. It's like, it's a quick one. It doesn't quite have the yeah. height. It's more like a lunge. Like a really like, like Chuck Liddell. lunge. Chuck Liddell. The, the Iceman. It Noam so Dar. Yeah. I love this Coming move. In. Yeah. Uh, Mello hits his satellite takedown. And then on the outside, Trick Williams takes out Oro Mensa. So the ref says, "You are out of here." Yeah, so trick away. Mensa like like baited him in, mm. and they were they were all around the ring, kind of messing with him. They're they're acting as if they're kind of friendly with Trick, but then they're they're like snake behind his back. So Trick decked him, and then the ref throws him out, leaving all three of them on the outside for Noam, but mm. no one on the outside for Mello. Uh, Mello and Dar are trading kicks. There's a Judas effect from Dar, and then <laughs> uh, Mello hits his suplex lift into the cutter. Uh, Mensa then knocks Mello off the top rope as the referee is distracted by Lash and Jackson. And uh, that's when Dragon Lee and Nathan Fraser come out to kind of back up Mello here. Uh, Mello hits a crossbody that takes out Mensa and Dar on the floor and then hits the nothing but net for the win. Yeah, a pretty fun main event. I liked how they set it up today. I love how Noam Dar kind of got slotted into this position. Uh, I don't think it hit as well as I like Noam Dar's match on uh, the, the pay-per-view, obviously, or the week before. But still pretty cool to see these two go at it. And definitely hangover vibes like, hey, we're giving you a title shot. You know the guy's not going to beat yeah. him for it. But we'll have some other things that set up. Obviously, Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, and Noam Dar all put together in this kind of Heritage Cup scenario. They're, they'll continue off in spiral. I'm sure we'll get tag team with Mensa. And then it leaves mellow to go off but the match was pretty fun some cool back and forth like you said dar's superman punch is so good i don't know what it is from the last time i watched this guy on nxt uk pour one out uh he can't he came back like an mma like influenced wrestler mm. almost but still silly still has the charisma and now has like the the posse the entourage to go with it so he's a, a whole package instantly in like overnight overnight success that seems in a week i'm like is this guy like my new favorite thing of nxt yeah i he's a guy i've uh i've enjoyed in the past but when he came back i was kind of at the point where like why your, your time yeah. is kind of gone yeah now like and he's really been proving yeah me wrong absolutely uh i didn't love this match i i thought it could it didn't really get cooking as much as it could it was yeah. a bit too much interference and stuff 
But I do like that they've slotted Dar and this new group as like a pretty prominent uh, feature of NXT now. Yeah, where do you see Mello going? Because we obviously were mentioning that we think whether it's Dragonov at the Bash, is it Braun? Well, I'll back? tell you where it's going. The Lone Wolf. Oh. After the match, Baron Corbin comes out to beat up Carmelo Hayes. Who? And hits... I thought this end of days looked pretty cool, actually. He hits a huge end of days on Mello and poses with the title as NXT goes off the air. You can, you can do what you like, Shawn Michaels. You can paint the black and gold walls, all the different paint splatter colors... You can take all our superstars to Raw and SmackDown, but for the love of God, please, whatever you do, do not bring Baron Corbin back to NXT. And now he did it. I'm all for it. We're just getting to a point in uh, in Was Next where Baron Corbin's showing up in Debuts, matches as well, and now yeah. he's coming back. So I'm watching way too much of this guy. You know what? Uh, I I instantly just don't care about this match. I'm sure this will be in a few weeks at some sort of TV special, TV. Mm-hmm. Title, sorry, like title defense with Mello, obviously beating Baron Corbin. I, I don't see him losing to him at least, so that's a plus. But yeah. So these uh, these free agents who have come down, do you see this as like a uh, like a kind of Dolph Ziggler, AJ Styles kind of pit stop like we've seen in the past, or do you think it's a bit more substantial, more like an Apollo Cruz run? Like I fucking a, hope a, not. Like a three months kind of thing. <laughs> I fucking hope. I really, I really despise this wrestler. So I mean, the character doesn't really. Uh, what is his character now? He, you said he was happy, Corbin. I did enjoy his fashion when he was happy, mm. Corbin. He, he, he looked happy. Uh, yeah, I, I think he he stays around for the title match, and that's it. And when would that be? Is that in the match? No, no, no. In a few weeks. TV. Okay. TV, yeah. You think, <laughs> you think people are going to buy tickets to that match? <laughs> it depends what, like, it depends what the reason is. Everyone in down. Cedar Park's getting their wallets like, out. It, well, no, but what I'm saying is it's clear when, like, an Apollo Crews comes down to NXT that right. they're like, look, we like you, but there's, yeah. we need to figure some shit out. And I think Mustafa uh, yeah. Ali is in that role as well. He's incredibly talented. Nothing they've given him wouldn't it have on been, the main roster yeah. has stuck. Wouldn't it have been better if if uh, Baron Corbin came out earlier and was like siding with Gacy, like helping the heel, and then Ali comes out, kind of a shocker, only to to beat up Mello to get like a reaction. Like that match sounds way better. Like Ali and Mello take my money, absolutely mm. sell out. You know, get some tickets out, but. Baron Corbin? Like, no, absolutely not. It's a TV match, for, if that, for sure. But Okay, so you think he's here just for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I, again, I really hope so. Cause after I'm you, not asking what you hope. No, no, like, what do like, you think they're doing? Is this yeah, like yeah. an Apollo Crews situation? Or yeah, no? I, I don't know. I genuinely don't care. I really, this is my least favorite. So I'm like, okay, cool, let's get past this. But I love it. it. I hope he's here to stay. <laughs> I think this guy's great. I think he's underrated. And let's see what he can do WWE with a fresh champion. coat of paint. Um, what, how would you? Uh, it, what NXT gimmick would you give Baron Corbin? Now I mentioned I, I think he's he's pretty nice dude in real life. I feel like giving him a barbecue, you know, grill master gimmick could work for him. That's something that could. I do miss his original entrance with the lamppost. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Let's bring that back at least. You know, go cool. back to the Lone Wolf. Get a skullet. Yeah, grow that back. Bring back the old Baron Corbin. Uh, I just I always hated Baron Corbin, and then it was him versus Cena. At SummerSlam, where Cena audibly after the match was like, that guy's shit. <laughs> and I went, thanks, John. But yeah, that was NXT. And uh, 
I'm so excited. Good, uh, good. I'm glad you are. Yeah, I'm really excited for next week's. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's what we thought. Let's go and see what you guys thought. Uh, we always put up feedback threads on our Facebook page. If you're not following it yet, why aren't you? Just type in the words Poison Rana on your Facebook. Um, have you got the feedback there? Mine's, I do not. Sorry. Mine, I'm seeing people leaving messages, but I can't. People just DMing each other in the in the thing. Yeah, you're right. I can open up people's like messages, but I can't. I'm going to look on my phone. All right. <laughs> uh, you can uh, filibuster for a bit. I think there's none. No, I'm seeing there's seven comments on this. When I click it, it's... When I click it, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I see it here. No, I don't, actually. All right, this is weird. I think Facebook's being strange. Facebook's Top just comments. shut down on us? Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, no, that's... Read them and weep, man. Uh, okay, here we go. Magan. Of course, yeah, <laughs> just just wing it. <laughs> Circle gets the square. <laughs> the previous regime didn't even bother trying to address the free agent talent. Triple H and company took full advantage by having Mustafa Ali show up and bum-ass Corbin attack Mello before the show went off the air. I bet it'll be a title match on the bridge episode, Heatwave mayhaps. As for Mustafa, I hope it's long-term. Imagine the matchups with a deeper mid-card. I'd be seated for every match he could be involved with. I called it weeks ago about Blair Davenport being the mystery attacker. I'll take this dub. The main event was solid with Dragon Lee and Nathan Fraser getting their licks back on Noam Dar. And the steel cage match was what Gigi and JC needed to cap off a feud that was marred by injuries. Booker T needs to step up on commentary. Repeating his buzzwords makes me roll my eyes. Yeah, I mean, well, I think a lot of people were saying Blair Davenport from like the get-go. But... uh... No, only Magan. Only Magan, yeah. yeah. Uh, shall I continue? Yeah, I can't open okay. it. I'm sorry. Uh, we go to Dylan, who says, Wesley has been great since long before he came to NXT, but damn, is he on another level now. Interested in Ali on NXT should lead to some bangers. Glad Blair is black. Blair, glad Blair <laughs> is back. Sometimes the obvious answer is the right one. Corbin go, going back to NXT may be exactly what he needed. NXT is ne- in need of upper card heel right now anyway. We continue on with Sean, who says, This was the most notable episode from a wrestling standpoint, but the two matches that needed to deliver tonight, the first and last one, definitely did so. Gigi and JC finally found their groove with the help of some weapons and a steel cage. Both ladies took it to each other and delivered a great blow-off to their feud. And Noam Dar was an inspired first challenger for Mello after his battleground match. The two put on a good match, a good back-and-forth main event that further allowed Dar to show what he is capable of. Outside those matches, NXT was mostly concerned with setting up their next storylines going forward. Uh, but the big story here, the new faces that we saw. Ali in the North American picture? Yes, please. Blair back in the women's division? Yes, indeed. And Baron Corbin? While this will certainly be divisive, I like the decision. Corbin is an underrated worker, in my opinion, and a return to NXT fits his story and gives Mello a big heel who already has heat to contend with. Definitely interested to see where this goes. Um, and then we, my Facebook's still broken. Still so weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm going Broadway here. Yeah. Fuck. I'm we sorry. We go to, uh, fire Frank who says, shout out honey badgers and Booker not knowing who anyone is unless they wrestled on two Oh five live. <laughs> what? And then finally we go to Brandon, uh, who says Brandon who, uh, just Brandon. Don't, I don't First time, long time. I think Okay. says, Hey, yeah, just wanted to leave some feed in the back. Know what I'm saying? Some feed in the back. Feel me. It's hard to find good feed at home hardware. 
Canadian Tire let me down. What should I do? How can the pain go away from being let down? Just a few thoughts. I'm filibusting. I know, I know. And Porter is rolling his eyes like Undertaker in 98. But I do have a question. And I'll ask you it after the break. I got a question. What's your problem, Brandon? What's your problem, Brandon? What's your problem, Brandon? Fight me. Yeah. New Jersey sucks. Uh, you don't suck, though, people listening to us and joining us here in the YouTube chat. Thank you for listening to us talk all about some NXT. Things are rolling after Battleground. Got Baron Corbin. We got some Wolves. Things are going to be crazy. Don't worry. I'm going to fix Wolves. Next Tuesday, we'll be live after NXT, as we always are, here on the Post Wrestling Feed, talking all about some NXT. And I'm sure we got some sick tag matches to talk about. You know what? I, I like the dyads now that I, like, are they leaving? Are they not? Maybe we won't see them again. I hope they put on some good matches, and we'll get some good matches with Ali and Baron Corbin. So uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. We'll be back on the Poison Rana feed on Sunday, but like I said, we got lots and lots of shows. So go follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you use those two things, at Poison Rana Pod. And if you use Facebook, we have a page. And if you find the Poison Rana page, it links you to the Facebook group, the Poison Rana group, and that's where we post these feedback threads and memes and all fun Stuff, including some feedback threads of best match ever Sabu. Oh, yeah. Which we would love some feedback for the show on that. Give us your favorite Sabu matches and moments, and we'll talk about it and read it on the show as we are recording that on Friday for the Patreon. But if you like free shows this week, this sesh, John, Way, Davey, and Brady all talking about succession and the finale of that. And that'll be out sometime tomorrow or Thursday on the poison rana feed as well so lots and lots of podcasts so many podcasts and if you want more poisonrana.ca for the links for everything that we do and yeah forbidden poor you already know about you already know all the links but hey we couldn't do this stuff without you fine fine people so thank you very much for listening and everyone in the youtube chat we love you too we love you too always correcting us sino frank yeah we love love throw up the frogs yeah throw your frogs up and I can't wait to see a lot of you fine people oh, yeah. in a month or so from now. So, yeah, we love you guys, and we can't do it without you. So uh, I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the D, And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know either. Uh, Baron MC Corbin. MC Braden oh, Harrington. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ahoy! Oh,